Welcome to the Waste of Web Space, Waste of Time podcast. Come with us to a year gone by to find out what was going on in the world of news, politics, entertainment, sport and technology. More importantly, what stupid things happened that you've probably forgotten all about or didn't even know about to begin with. How far back will our homemade time machine take us? Who knows? But his MOT runs out soon and the tax on the bloody thing's extortionate. Not to mention the clean air zones around our city centres now. Welcome to the Waste of Web Space, Waste of Time. Starring and Fisher. How are you doing, Fisher? Very good, thank you. How about you? Yes, in the background. Uh, I'm s- sat there in the background, but uh, well, I'm not the only one in the background here. We're in a bit of strange formation here, aren't we? It's like two. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. Uh, might be worth pointing out that uh, there is a small child sat in the studio with us as well, but she does belong to you. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. Yeah. Not the small child. And it's not me either, even though I look very small on the screen. But, uh, there we go. Um, she's sat with her headphones on as well, but uh, playing on her iPad. As... I, I basically had to get you in. You, the reason you're here for sure is to stop her from kicking the studio to bits like she does when I'm doing my Alien Audio podcast. I heard. I mean, perhaps that's just because she thinks that's the second best podcast in Chapel Town as opposed to the Waste of Web Spice one, which I'm sure she'll be behaved impeccably for. Yeah, possibly. I think that's. Uh, I think you're probably right with that, Fisher, saying that, yeah. Um, so, yes, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's the Waste of Time podcast. Last time uh, we span the time machine, we went to the year 2012, didn't we, Fisher? Uh, I've got to say, before we do that, though, Happy New Year. Happy New Year 2024. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Uh, how was your New Year? Uh, your very good, thanks. Fairly busy on the run-up to it. Fairly busy over Christmas and New Year. I, I really desperately needed some time off. been very, very busy. Uh, so I got some time off and then decided to start decorating. So kind of didn't really get much of the relaxing break that I would have liked. Uh, how about yourself? Yes, also very good, thank you. What, um, what was the highlight? Of, of, of Christmas for me. Yeah. When you came round to the pub shed, Fisher. Oh, thank you very much. I was about to say the same thing. My, my annual visit, Christmas visit to the uh, pub shed, me and my wife and you and your wife, a lovely, lovely evening. Well, it's cr- become a Christmas tradition and it even brought some beers with you. Yep. You want a beer, by the way. I am once again doing dry January, oh, so no. save, them, save them till February, but I'll have them. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll also... Would you like a soft drink, then? Uh, I'm alright as well, thanks. Yeah. Nah, I'm alright, thanks. Sure. No, nah, well, by dry January, I will not drink anything at all. Will not drink a single thing during January. <laughs> so let's see how I get on. Come the uh, come mid January and late January, I'm all wizened and sort of uh, in in dire need of some hydration. But uh, yeah, I'm not drinking at the moment. So how about yourself? Are you partaking? Uh, yeah, I'm, I won't be doing dry January, but I yeah. shall be doing my my sort of and well, I started doing it last year, but my sort of three month like health kick. Yeah, running up to the summer so that then I can do what I want when it gets to you know summer and stuff. I yeah, I'm more chilled out and don't sort of thing. Okay, so what what does your health kick entail? Have you been going to a Have you been going to a gym or? Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. I shall step up my swimming regime and I shall try and drink a little bit. I'll I'll probably binge less at this time of year. I don't mm-hmm. I don't tend to do much binge drinking these days. You know, going out that often, having that many. I just tend to have a few in the weekend in it on the weekend in it. But I'm gonna. It's not the time you really do much, is it? Sort of like January yeah. to April sort of thing. It's kind of a quiet time, in it? So Yeah, quiet yeah. time. You do all the boring stuff that you don't like doing the rest of the year, so we'll be podcasting a bit more, won't we? Exactly, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Are we ready to go to the year 2012, then? Because that's what we randomly chose last time. I can do, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, one, one good story that I thought I thought would be good material for the podcast um, was, and I've, I've set the bar quite high now, really. Uh, I was working away in London a couple of uh, a few weeks ago and staying out for the night, Wednesday night, and I went to go and get some chips. Well, I went to go get me tea from Five Guys. Um, and if you've been to Five Guys, you get loads of chips, don't you? I forgot how many chips you got. You get a lot of chips. I had my burger, had my chips. Uh, I was that I was that focused on the stuff I needed to do. I, I even just had a bottle of water to drink, I think, as opposed to any yeah, remotely interesting soft drink or any lager or anything like that. So I had my food and then realised I got loads of, um, loads of chips left. So I thought, you know, I'm socially conscious i don't want to just waste it so i thought well, i'll tell you what i'll try and find a homeless person who's hungry and give them me chips so i had a walk around kind of covent garden leicester square and you know what couldn't find a homeless person to give them to um which i kind of felt on the same on the one hand i was a bit disappointed 
Um, Disappointed you couldn't find a homeless person. Well, yeah, I was trying to do something good and I wasn't allowed to. I mean, I had to waste them in the end. I mean, it's what a disgrace that there's no homeless people there available for me to give. And, and I kind of thought this is obviously, I wasn't actually disappointed. I was yeah. kind of pleased that there wasn't anyone there to give it to. By the same token, I kind of felt that there probably would be other homeless people in different areas of London, perhaps. But um, yeah, I thought uh, kind of. The podcast that, that that would be a very a very apt thing to say on the kind of podcast and uh, sort of a good bit of material for it. And um, whilst I was, I wasn't disappointed because you shouldn't be, but I kind of was because I want to do something nice and didn't get a chance. So purely the the selfish side of me was disappointed. Well, if that makes sense. Yeah, that, that does that does make some sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm sure you were probably just looking in the wrong area of London. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I just I just saved the chips and had them cold for breakfast the next morning. But um, <laughs> well, anyway, that's that's good. The, the, it's the thought that counts for sure. It's the thought that counts. It's just a shame. It's just a shame I wasn't able to execute it. Exactly. Right. We're gonna we're gonna start the time machine. Then we did it last time. It came up randomly. We're going to year 2012. That's where we're going. Uh, it is the show where we go back in time. We pick out things that happened that year. But as we're doing what we used to do in our main show was kind of pick out the odd things, didn't we, in general in the news. Um, that you know, We had different games and stuff like that. And we do that now, only this time we go back in time. So here we go. We're going to the year 2012. Yes, we have arrived in the year 2012. Um, and yes, it is time to uh, you know to, to go back in time and look at what happened and and stuff like that. So yeah, welcome to the waste of web space two thousand, the waste of two thousand. So yeah, I imagine this this won't be very good for the um, audio listeners who kind of just listen to sort of some sound word and then we're just like, oh, we're in twenty twelve because it says twenty twelve yeah. on the bottom of the screen. Well, that, that, so was the, that was the time machine sound. That was a time machine sound. But we will obviously, you know, the, for those YouTube viewers, we do have uh, lots of graphics available for you to look at. But for the the podcast listeners, we'll we'll talk you through it. Mm-hmm. So year in highlights then for two thousand and twelve. Well, one of the big things that happened. Um, which I'm sure you'll be talking a bit more about shortly, Fisher. But it was the uh, U.S. presidential election, wasn't it, with uh, Barack Obama uh, defeating Mick, uh, not Mick, Mitt. Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney to secure a second. Yeah, Mitt, it's a name that fits like a glove. Um, (laughs) Mitt Romney, uh, didn't he say, I'm sure he said something about, you know, wasn't it 52% of people never vote for us or something like that? And it it turned out that, yeah, 52% of people didn't vote for him. (laughs) well, he's right. Uh, well, yeah, he was right. Uh, I'm sure they said after that, though, they thought a Republican would never win again because after Obama's success, although for enough, another one, one four years later. Um, uh, yeah, so so there we go. Um, other things, though, there was the Eurozone crisis, weren't there? Yeah, thank God we've not got that anymore. Um, <laughs> we had the the Queen's Diamond Jubilee as well, 2012. I think, uh, actually, we celebrated it in the middle of the year, but it actually the actual Jubilee itself took place in February time. Yes, well, so. not, they wait for the summer, don't they, for the concerts and stuff like that. Yeah, you can't have a concert in February, can you? Uh, but uh, again, a bit like a bit like the Queen and me with my chips. The Queen, obviously, when her father passed away, she was obviously very upset. But at the same time, she got to be Queen, so I'm sure there was a kind of real, oh yeah, oh I'm gutted. But um, you know, I've not been that disappointed. She's going to give chips to anyone um, in Leicester Square. But I'm sure she. I mean, we since then we had like the platinum, didn't we? Did we have like so the, di- the the platinum was obviously the one that after follows diamond, didn't it? Uh, well, that's ten years later, so that yeah, was the 70th anniversary. Yeah. So diamond diamond was 60th anniversary. Uh, there was actually a sapphire anniversary, 65 years, but we didn't really do anything for it. Oh right, okay, fair enough. Um, so that, that, that is actually a thing. Probably should have now looking back. Well, yeah, not okay. going to have any more parties like that, are we? Uh, well, be if, if Prince Charles. Well, I keep, do you always call him Prince Charles as well? Still Texas. Yeah. Arena, you know. Wait, but he's now King Charles yeah, III. Yeah. He might get to 25 years, might have a silver jubilee, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, London Olympics, I'm not, again, this will probably more than likely come up today as well, but that yeah. happened in, it in, in 2012. Yeah. Uh, and we were actually quite good, weren't we? Uh, me and you, yeah. We uh, we won, <laughs> won gold in the podcasting. <laughs> podcasting synchronised doubles. Um, but yeah, London, uh, it kind of kick-started a new generation of sports stars. Um, is the Olympics as popular nowadays? I don't know. I don't, I don't know whether we get behind it quite as much as we used to. I remember watching the last one in 2021. I think I think there's, a, there's a lot more pride and belief now, isn't mm. there, in sort of like Team GB. Yeah. 
I'd say that, and and I think that came from the 2012 Olympics, didn't it? Yeah. But we'll we'll talk more about that later. The only other thing I wanted to mention here is that uh, there was the discovery of a Higgs boson particle. Yeah. Um, was I don't know where it was found. Uh, like, uh, down the back of someone's sofa or something. Probably. Like that. That's where you find most stuff. Um, yeah. I think it was in that hydrogen collider or something. Like that. Uh, Hadron collider, I think, is the Hadron, Hadron collider. collider. Yeah. All right. Or was, yeah. I mean, maybe you should do the science bit of the show. I mean, now I got lumbered. <laughs> well. Maybe because you thought you were a science expert at school, which is why I used to ruin my experiments. Um, I, yeah, it's it's a it's an important thing the Higgs bows on, but uh, yeah, we've got no idea what it does. Well, because anyway. we're too stupid. There we go. Right, I've got a little game to play before we move on and talk about the individual parts of twenty twenty twelve. Okay. I'm going to do a jingle for this next time. It's called Which Twit Tweeted It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see, you've changed the name to what the original uh, suggestion was, I'll see, yes, but uh, and quite rightly so. Twi- which Twit Tweeted It. Did you not like Which Twat Did It? Yeah. Uh, well, which, well, it's, it's not called a tweet anymore, it's called a post, isn't it? An X well, on X. Ooh. But it was. But it was in 2012. It was in 2012. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, it's only been, what, X now for yeah. about a year and a bit or something <laughs> like that, so... yeah. Um, but anyway, so it's got, in our world, and in most people's world anyway, it's still called Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, everyone calls so, it Twitter. So this game is called um, Which Twit Tweeted It? So what <laughs> I've done is I've gone into the past and I have looked at our old tweets from the year 2012 and you've got a guess, Fisher, which are your tweets and which are mine. Oh, so it's me and you. It's mine and your tweets. Right, you've OK. You've got to guess which of us tweeted them. Oh, dear. All right. So are you ready for your first one? Yeah. So I'll put the first one up. And I've blanked some words out so you can have a bit more of a game and try and play what the blank, guess what the blanks are. So here it is. Here's a photo of my hat. The fact that blank has mm. been given a knighthood means that I don't have to eat it. Ooh. So here's a photo of my hat. The fact that blank has been given a knighthood means that I don't have to eat it. This right. was a tweet going back to 2012. So who in, in 2012... Did you, obviously, in a previous tweet or something, say, I will eat my hat if this person doesn't get mm-hmm. knighthood? Just, it's like a slide plane of I Got News for you, that, isn't it? It, is. uh, it's kind of, it, it could have been my tweet. Could have been your tweet. I think, it probably, I think it's probably my tweet, actually. I think it looks <laughs> looks like the kind of thing I would say. Uh, I wouldn't... I'm trying to think who I was... A bit, well, who is a knight of the realm nowadays. I'm wondering if this is more kind of uh, going back towards the end of 2012. And I wonder if it might be now, sir... Bradley Wiggins. Should we take a look? Let's have a look. There it is, and there's your hat. Yes, oh, there we go. Photo of my hat. The fact that Bradley Wiggins has been given a knighthood means that I don't have to eat it. Yeah. You were correct. It was Bradley Wiggins, and it was your particular tweet. Yeah. So there you go. I'm, st- sure, I'm sure Bradley Wiggins might come up in the sports section. Or he might not. Maybe. I've still got that hat. In, in a bit, we've got we've got a secret for you, Fisher. All oh, right, okay. A surprise for you in a bit. Two minutes in, when we've done this bit, in the, it'll fit in the sports section, I think. It's not working. What's not working? It'll work in it. Oh, the oh, the iPad's not right. working. We'll be okay. We'll yeah. be all right. It's all right. Well, when we get to the I'll sort it out because Fisher yeah. can look after. You never had this problem in 2012 because the iPad didn't exist. No, and yeah, and she was a bit young. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, she wasn't born, so. Well, yeah. No, never had a problem. <laughs> Twinkle in my eye. <laughs> yeah. Never had a problem in the pre ada and pre-iPad days. Uh, yeah. Next tweet then, Fisher. Who's yep. uh, which tweet tweeted this? Chelsea have denounced the alleged racist remarks made by blank. Apparently, his efforts were piss poor compared to blank. All right, okay. Well, <laughs> well, it must be. Uh, I'm assuming it must be John Terry's because yeah, and he was a popular, um, popular figure of fun on this podcast a number of years ago, particularly after that time when he wore his um, Chelsea kit to collect a trophy in a game it wasn't playing in. I think that this that could have been the same year, couldn't it? I think it could have been. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, and as a result, we used to talk about John Terry quite a lot. Uh, apparently, well, it's piss poor compared to... <sighs> so Chelsea have denounced the alleged racist remarks made by blank. Apparently, his efforts were piss poor compared to... Oh, actually, no, I don't, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, I, you see, I think the second one might be John Terry. So I don't know who made the, fir- who made the first alleged racist remarks. Tweet is- uh, I think I think it will be mine again. Think so? Using the word piss poor is the kind of word that I sometimes use. I've never really... And also, I've put the words alleged, which is not and, the kind of thing you do. And and you've put. Well, I, I just accuse. I just. I just you accuse him, yeah. Just accuse him. <laughs> yeah. But you've also put piss poor as one word. It might be one word. That might be correct. Mm. But is that something that you do, or is it something I do? 
I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'm going to say it's me again. I'm going to say it's you again. Yeah. So we'll take a look and fill in those blanks as well. <laughs> it's you for sure. Yeah. Chelsea have denounced the alleged racist remarks made by Mark Clattenburg. Yeah, okay. Apparently his efforts were piss poor compared to John Terry's. So well done. Yeah, I mean, you can have that for sure. Well yeah. done. Uh, good stuff. Are you ready for your next one? Yep. Okay. So the next one then in uh, who um, which tweet tweeted it is this one. <laughs> Uh, sorry about my Michael Jackson Fulham statue joke. It was really bad. I need to take a long look at the man in the mirror and beat it. Uh, oh, right, guys. Okay. So, I mean, because this is obviously in reference to a statue of Michael Jackson that was at Fulham's ground. It's now been yes. removed. It's now been removed. Mm. And it's in... Oh, where is it? I think we've had this as a question previous, haven't we? Harrods or something? No, I think, I think oh. it got moved to Harrods. I think it did get moved to Harrods. And then I think Mohamed Al-Fayed sold Harrods and then got moved. It might be in Dubai or something like that now. Okay. Um, I don't quite know what the significance... Well, there wasn't really much of a significance between Michael Jackson and Fulham, other than mm. that um, Fulham playing black and white and Michael Jackson's been both black and white. Um, but <laughs> Mark, Mark Clattenburg told me that joke. Um, <laughs> so, I... Yeah, I, I, obviously, Mam Delphi was a big, fa- big fan of this, so he kind of put the statue there when he owned them. But I think I think you might have tweeted that. You think so? Yeah. Have a look. You are yeah. correct. It was my tweet. I put hashtag SWFC on the end of it, so I had to look back and think, why would I have put that? And it's because Fulham were coming to play at Hillsborough. Uh, and I put in the first tweet, um, I've heard the um, the Sheffield Wednesday and Fulham match is going to be a thriller, so I hope they bring back the Michael Jackson hey, match. So that, this was the follow-up, so that kind of makes sense why the SWFC hashtag's on there. Obviously, I mean, there is no link between Fulham's owner and Sheffield Wednesday's owner because Fulham's owner just did some bonkers things in and around the ground and decorated it with their own sort of vanity projects, as were Wednesday's owner wouldn't do that, would he? <laughs> so. I cannot comment. You cannot comment. No, I can't. Uh, anyway, next one for Sheff. Yep. Which twit tweeted it? I'm going to have to get used to yeah. saying that. Here we go. Next one is the Catholic Church has been asked to strip Jimmy Savile of his... Is it you say papal? Uh, papal, I think so. Yeah. Knighthood. It's, it's out. It's, he, he bought it uh, via on eBay. So. Papal. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say it again? Uh, papal. Papal knighthood following allegations of child abuse. Shouldn't be laughing at that. Yeah. The Catholic Church has been asked to strip Jimmy Savile of his papal papal knighthood following allegations of child abuse. Key thing here: hashtag pot, hashtag kettle, hashtag black. Yes, uh, so that's obviously a reference to um, you know. People in glass houses throwing stones, obviously, yeah. uh, and the Catholic Church and, and child abuse and whatever. I, I wonder, I mean, ooh, that, that feels a bit more like something I would tweet as opposed to uh, yourself, particularly at that point in time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that, that I was a twit that tweeted it. You were the twit that tweeted it. Well yeah. done, Fisher. Uh, and yes, you obviously, you, yeah, you're right. That just no, no blanks in on that one, yeah. but you got it right. So the Catholic Church has been asked to strip Jimmy Savile of his... Papal. <laughs> <laughs> for the allegations of child abuse. Hashtag pot, hashtag kettle, hashtag black. There we go. Yeah. Was it? Would it possibly have been around this time that the allegations all came out as well? Mm. Well, yeah, I, was, I think I, when I was doing a bit of research for things that happened in 2012... Did that Michael was, Jackson uh, die? Uh, no, he didn't. He did not. That was 2000 and, uh, As we established nine. last time, yes. because we completely messed that up. Yeah. He died of embarrassment at seeing that statue at Fulham's ground. Um, no, he. it was 2012 that it was first aired, yeah. Okay, next one. This could be the last one. So, which twit tweeted it? Car manufacturer Ford have announced thousands <laughs> of job cuts across the UK. Campaigners have been escorted off the premises. Hey, good, very, very good, very uh, good. It's put things into focus for him, hasn't it? Um, it is. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of Fords now. I can't really get the word Mondeo into a. This is just a way for us to reuse all material. Exactly. Podcast, yeah, we've run out, so we're just going back in time. Yeah, uh, well, that's the whole point of it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, obviously, uh, it's quite uh, quite intelligent, quite um, quite amusing, quite cutting-edge, quite topical, so that's probably something you did, really, isn't it? So. Let's have a look. It is correct, well done. Oh. But there, oh. was, <laughs> there was some follow-up tweets, which is what Fisher's laughing at. Uh, Fisher did follow up, saying that really does put things into focus. <laughs> I followed up, again, with the job cuts are harsh, Really, right before Christmas, which people were already struggling to afford. Hey, go on. So that's exactly the same joke that I just told 12 years later. So yeah. brilliant. Isn't that good? There we go. So, Fisher, are we ready to do some politics? Yes, let's do some politics. Okay, here we go. Okay, before we do politics, Fisher, <laughs> um, Ada, it's your bit now. Oh. You're, you're, it's your bit. 
What do you mean, why? Your, it's your bit. It's your... Go on, your bit. Go on. Go on. Do it. Oh, we got a Rubik's Cube. So Thank you very much, Ida. So wanting Fisher to complete this Rubik's Cube for quite some Daddy time. Daddy mixed it up. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I wanted to make it a challenge for him, didn't I? I, I did. Did, did you? Yeah. Really? Well, let's see where we get to. I'm going to do this during the course of the episode, and we'll see where I get to at the end of it, if that's okay, Ida. I was, yeah. you know, she's one step away from taking the stickers off and just sticking them all back on again in the right place. Yeah, that's how I was going to do it. If but... anyone's ever listened to or watched or listened to the uh, Waste of Web Space podcast in the past, you'll know that Fisher is apparently really, really good at. Well, we've seen it. He's done it on the podcast before. Fisher used to be really good at doing Rubik's cubes, and nowadays is a little bit older and can't quite remember as much as he used to remember. But I will have a good go at it, Jimbo. He's a bit rusty. Uh, but anyway, while you're doing that, Fisher, politics. Politics. Uh, so what happened, Mitt Romney? Uh, he lost to Barack Obama. Uh, generally speaking, I think Obama... It, it was a cool president, wasn't he? People liked Obama. I'm not quite sure how how successful he was as a president. It was always uh, going to be hard to follow up Obama with the next president, wasn't it? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it was better than the one that came after him, obviously. <laughs> I mean, how do you follow up, you know, Obama? I don't know. How, how do you follow up with Obama? Um, so, yeah, obviously he was replaced by, uh, replaced by Trump. Um uh, and he can never be president again. I mean, he was president for eight years. I mean, the idea that we might have a leader for eight years nowadays is quite uh, quite preposterous in all honesty, isn't it? Because um, the fact we've got Rishi Sunak, yeah. who's been here for over a year, is something of an achievement. Um, so, yeah, that was it. Obviously, we mentioned just Rishi Sunak, and he recently reappointed David Cameron uh, into his cabinet. And David Cameron was prime minister uh, 12 years ago. Oh, sorry, in 2012. And what did he famously do in 2012? He left his child in a pub. Yes. Um, yeah, I think the child apparently was too distracted by giving a Rubik's Cube to <laughs> his father's friend, and therefore they left him in the pub. Uh, apparently it was left for about 15 minutes, and they drove back to Checkers, is it called? Okay. Um, and, yeah, they were. They realised that they didn't have one of their children with them, which you would have thought is probably quite a, uh, quite a, quite a problem, really. Um, and they went and fetched the child. Uh, there was also a new Chinese president. Do you know uh, who the Chinese president is called? Is it so? By new Chinese president, is it the same one who is now? Same one who's president now, yeah. It's just got like two letters, man. Say. Um. But, yeah. Is it like exile or something? Yeah. But, uh, say it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I think it's pronounced Jing Jiaping. Okay. Uh, he's president, and do you know who he took over from? Um, I've no idea. Uh, it was a really smelly bloke. It was Jing Jiaping. Uh, no, it was uh, it was Hu Jintao. Okay. It was previous uh, Chinese Prime Minister or President, um, which is a strange, strange name as well. Sound a bit like who's in town. So was or, that takeover like um, two very similar people taking the job? Or uh, was it like do two different parts, you know, like we had the swing from the left to the right? Is it, you know, do they have that kind of thing in China? I don't know much about how Chinese politics works in all honesty. Um, although I think there was a, I think there is kind of a, a bit of a movement that Xi Jinping might become uh, the president for a lot longer, apparently, and he might be—he's kind of viewed as being the most powerful leader since um, what was he called, Chairman Mao? Okay. Um, well, obviously, he had a he had a cat, didn't he? Remember him, Chairman Mao? Uh, so good. yeah. Uh, so, uh, Sorry. How do you spell burger? You know, after birth, what is it? How do you spell what? Burger. After birth. Oh, do you spell? Yeah. This is spelling. This is countdown. Go. Yeah, yeah we got it. it. Hold on. There's the automatic spellings in it. Yeah. Uh, which good. Good that she's learning. Uh, what else do we have? We had some new cities created for the jubilee, diamond jubilee. Chelmsford was one of them. Uh, Saint Asaf as well. Uh, and do you know how many cities were created in 2022 for the next jubilee? Uh, I know. I know that finally Doncaster might have been one of them because they've been trying for years, haven't they? Yes. Doncaster is now a city, along with seven other cities. Eight cities in total were created, uh, which included Doncaster as well as, uh, I think Colchester might be a city now. There was certainly one in Wales, one in Northern Ireland, one in Scotland, Douglas on the Isle of Man as well. I think there might have been one on the the Scottish Islands as well. But we had new cities as a result of this next jubilee. Uh, And then obviously there was an agreement put in place between uh, Alex Salmond, the leader of the SNP and David Cameron, which paved the way for a referendum on Scottish independence. Which will probably at some point in the future happen again, no doubt. Uh, maybe. You, you thought more likely now. I think, was that probably 2014? 
the actual vote itself. Was it? Did they call? It was. Was it? Did they say it was better together, weren't it? What was the camp? It was it. What was the vote? Was it yes or no, or in or out? Uh, it was all about or something like that, weren't it? I think they. I think on this sort of stuff, they, they, they spend a long time working out which question to ask. So they didn't want to say, "Do you want to remain as part of the union or not?" Yes or no, because that kind of influences people to put a positive answer. So I think the question was, "Would you rather Scotland remain? Scotland was independent, or Scotland was a separate country, or something like that?" But yeah, the campaign staying together was called "Better Together." Do you know? Do you know who led it? I think it was a question recently. Uh, it was. It was the. But he was involved, weren't he, Alistair Darling? Alistair Darling, who I think mm. passed away quite recently. Um, not connected to um, to his chairing of the Better Together campaign, I'm sure. Um, you got some questions for us? I have got some questions for you. Uh, some questions about what happened in so, the political landscape. That's it. We do all we do all the stuff, you know, that quite a lot of people can remember like that. But then this is the stuff that's kind of a little bit maybe went under the radar a little bit into it in 2012. Maybe. Let's uh, let's have a look. So, uh, who? Which politician resigned in the plebgate round? Yeah. Was it uh, Mitchell Andrew or Andrew Mitchell? It was Andrew Mitchell. Andrew Mitchell, correct. Well done. Um, Thank you. So the, uh, it is alleged, he said, uh, he called the policeman a pleb, telling him to know his place. Well, he might have he might have had an expletive in there, which I'll not say, but never mind uh, who sat next to me. Uh, so, yeah, we, just a general question. Which one do you think is worse, calling a policeman a pleb or telling him that he should know his place? Um... Question, question. There's no right or wrong answer. It's more a question of morality. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think. I think they're both quite bad things to say. Um, I'd probably say know your place, especially with that coming from because you know pleb can be said in a in just a passing sort of you know thing, can't it? You know, <laughs> but to say know your place is a little bit you know, especially coming from a politician. Yeah, it seems a bit uh, seems a little bit unacceptable. That really, in my opinion, at least. Um, so yeah. I, 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 very much gives the air of I'm better than you, which uh, which I don't really like. Um, so next up, who was pressurised to resign because of their close links to Rupert Murdoch? Was it Jeremy Hunt or George Osborne? I think it was George Osborne. Uh, you'll be wrong. It was oh, Jeremy Hunt. I actually thought I genuinely thought it was right then. Hmm. Right, okay. Current uh, current Chancellor of the Exchequer, as opposed to the former one. Uh, it did. I don't think he did resign. I think there was some suggestion he'd been involved in. B Sky B's purchase of something and got too too close uh, when he was a culture secretary. I think that was the year famously when someone attempted to introduce culture secretary Jeremy Hunt uh, onto the radio <laughs> on the day program and uh, and failed miserably. You're uh, also not going to repeat that word. I'm not going to repeat the word. Uh, of course, do you know what Jeremy Hunt also did in relation to the 2012 Olympics? Uh, did he did he do something with the torch or something? Sort of. It kind of he well actually it's quite appropriate for being in the Ellen Audio Shed because I can see that. The bit of equipment that he was using, uh, there is also one of them in here. Is there? Yeah. It was famous for... Uh, beer pump. Not a beer pump, no. He opened something, just kind of... He declared the Olympics out, or something like that. Oh, a beer? Bottle of wine? No. It's uh, uh, it's up there. There is a your last orders at the bar. It's a bell. Oh, he rang a bell. Yeah, it the rang bell, a bell. It fell off, didn't it? It yeah. broke. It broke. I remember yeah. something not going right. Yeah. I mean, if only there was some kind of way of describing Jeremy Hunt. <laughs> Hunt's, uh, the, I think the clapper bit, the end of the bell, broke yeah, off. That bit yeah. broke. Yeah. yeah. So if only you could describe him in the context of the end of a bell. <laughs> uh, so next up, Chris Hume uh, resigned after his wife took his penalty driving driving penalty points. Uh, they then split up, and she basically shopped him to the police. Uh, who ended up in jail? Was it neither of them, him, her, or both of them? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say neither of them, even though they should have. Uh, you're wrong. They oh. both ended up in did jail. They? Both did, yeah. Both sentenced. Um, which, that must be that must be very, very much kind of a, I'm very willing to spite you, I dislike you, that... Uh, I will go down to prison just because you're going as well. Uh, so yeah, both the, both sen- sentenced I think, to eight months in prison. I dare say not particularly the biggest risk to the public you wouldn't have thought, but nonetheless, yeah. yeah. If you uh, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Uh, talking of which, I think uh, I think someone who was involved in a criminal investigation was the captain of the Costa Concordia, which sank in uh, 20, uh, January 2012. I think. Oh, was it that I don't know. If, is that, is that yeah. flat, has, have we got that on the news at all anywhere? Maybe, maybe. But speaking of 2012, well, have, have you finished with your questions? Oh, I've done with questions, yeah. You've done with your questions. Well, speaking of 2012, Fisher, mm-hmm. this is from 2012, and I think in this uh, 
in this sort of, this is the episode introduction to A Load of Baubles Meets the Fish Tank. All right, okay. And I think we might have spoke about Contest of Concordia in this, maybe. Okay. Shall I show you it? Go on, let's show anything it. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Anything you can be, I can be greater. Sooner or later, I'm greater than you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Hello. There we go, Fisher. There we go. That was us from 2012, January 2012. It was a very young-looking uh, Jimbo and Fisher there, I think. It was, yes. What's... So there we go. Obviously, apologies to the uh, listeners of that particular uh, bit. You just heard a noise yeah. and Fisher saying hello at the end of it. But it, if you want to go and have a look, it's a load of baubles meets a fish tank, in it? Mm, yeah. Uh, the audio listeners, you weren't really missing out much there, to be honest. <laughs> and if you watch the full episode, you still weren't missing out on much. <laughs> so, uh, yes, next then, um, Fisher, uh, we're going to go and do some entertainment stuff. Are you good for that? Yeah. Okay, so it's time to go and look at what happened in the world of entertainment in 2012. And I've got a little bit of a musical backing for this. Here we go. So, what was going on in the world of celebrity and entertainment in the year 2012? Well, Russell Brand and Katy Perry got divorced. I don't think Russell Brand's been in the news much since then, has he, really? Well, Adele was all over the place. She did the soundtrack to the Bond film Skyfall in this year. Her album 21 was a chart-topping success. She won loads of Brit Awards, and she also managed to have her very first baby as well. James Bond's Skyfall, just as we mentioned, starring Daniel Craig, was the second top-grossing film of the year, behind the Avengers movie, which topped the movie charts. Other films this year included the first Hobbit movie and the first Hunger Games movie. James Arthur won The X Factor, Olympic gymnast Louis Smith won Strictly Come Dancing, and Charlie Brooks, Janine on EastEnders, was crowned Queen of the Jungle on I'm a Celebrity. Finally, this song and video, Gangnam Style, by K-pop star Psy, started its reign as the most viewed video on YouTube until it was finally topped five years later by an episode of The Waste of Web Space, but I'm only joking, by a completely different video that I've never seen. So there you go, yeah, a few things that happened uh, in, in this year, in uh, 2012, in entertainment. Uh, yes, obviously we mentioned Skyfall. That marked 50 years of James Bond. That hmm. obviously Adele's album 21. The Spice Girls reunited. Do you remember what they did? Uh, they on the uh, did they reunite on top of taxis at London Olympics closing <laughs> ceremony? Uh, yeah, well, obviously I I wouldn't have guessed that. So they did. Yes, there was. Uh, so they they got they were on top of some taxis. Uh, if you remember at the closing ceremony at the London Olympics. Uh, speaking of which, I think the Arctic Monkeys were there as well, weren't they? Uh, opening ceremony, yeah, yeah. Closing ceremony. Oh, I don't know. I think they. Oh, I can't remember. Were they opening Spice Girl closing. Can't remember. I don't know. Do you know who the only person was who? Oh, I think the only person was who performed at both of them. The Queen. Uh, no, she. Well, she after she was uh, after she fell out of the plane <laughs> in the opening ceremony. She couldn't do the closing ceremony. I think Emily Sandé was the only person oh, who performed right. at both. I think. Well, I remember the Arctic Monkeys did the. Uh, uh, come together. Come together by yeah. the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was some. Quite, uh, I mean, some some pictures got leaked to the press of Prince Harry, didn't they? Um, yeah, well, he's, he's out of the press nowadays, isn't he? So, um, <laughs> I think he was naked in Vegas or something like yeah. that. And on the other side of that, uh, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, William and Kate, who were probably not, would they, would they have been Duke and Duchess at the time? Uh, they would, yeah, because oh. they got married in 2011, I think, didn't they? Ah, right, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they announced that they were expecting their first child. Yeah. Um, so there we go. I've, I've got a good question about one of their later children, which I'm really looking forward to asking, because I found out something quite amusing about uh, the birth of one of their children. But yeah, we'll, we'll do that in due course. We will. Um, I have got some questions for you now, though. Okay. Okay, and obviously these are things that happened in the world of entertainment, uh, celebrity music, all those kind of things um, in the year 2012. So things that you'll have probably forgotten all about, okay? So, in September 2012, news broke that Nicolas Cage had purchased a dinosaur skull for $276,000. What happened next? Either A, the skull turned out to be fake, made from parts of an elephant skull and parts of a rhino skull, or B, the skull turned out to be stolen, and Nicolas Cage voluntarily returned it. Um, hmm. 
I could question it. Uh, I tell you, you found some better questions than I have. To be fair, so I think uh, I think it was. I think it might have been. Well, stolen. Where can it be stolen from? How, how can it be stolen? People not now. Surely, it's, surely people would be. You know, it's, it's, there's not a massive market for that sort of stuff, is there? But I, I, nonetheless, I, I do think it might have been stolen. I do vaguely think. I'm going to say it was stolen. He returned it. You reckon it was stolen and he returned it? The answer. You've said it's correct. Well done, yes. It was stolen. Uh, it was returned to the Mongolian government. I don't think he knew oh. it was stolen when he bought it, obviously. Yeah. And I don't know whether he got any money back. Um, but there you go. I mean, that's, how do you steal something like that? I mean, I, I, what was it? What was the head of a dinosaur, did you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think he had the, I think he took the face as well and just yeah. popped that on his... Uh, yeah. That's the reference to the film Face yeah. Off, obviously. It was stolen by John Travolta, apparently. <laughs> Next then, um, in an interview in 2012, what did pop star Kesha claim she did while she was staying over at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel? Either A, she claimed she had a sexual encounter with a ghost, Aid's got her earphones on, yeah. uh, or B, she claimed she got drunk and urinated in her minibar. When you say her minibar, do you mean um, do you mean the bit where you can get drinks from the yes. uh, in the part of the hotel room? Okay. Uh, so, uh, and, and this this wasn't in a song. This was just in general. This is what she claimed to have done. I I think for publicity purposes, she'll probably claim that um, she yeah, to say was involved in some kind of lovemaking with a ghost or something like that. Not quite sure the precise terminology used, but I would say it was the first one. Okay. So you reckon uh, she had some sort of encounter, a sexual encounter with a ghost? Uh, I believe so, yes. Do you, you think that's correct? You've, have you heard that before? or I don't know. Apparently she really liked his timber. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. Yeah, you are correct. Um, so, yeah, she claimed she had a sexual encounter with a ghost at that hotel. Uh, that'll put the willies up, yeah. <laughs> hey! You like that, don't you? Okay. So, yeah, that, you got well done. You got two out of two so far. There's uh, three que- Well, there's actually four questions on this one. Um, Tom Hanks started a social media trend in 2012 when he began tweeting what? A. Pictures of his thumbs with faces drawn on him. Or B. Photographs of lost loan gloves. Um, like Mitt Romney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it in relation to the election that he started doing that? Uh, I don't know really. Why would it? Why would it? Some of these social. I don't get some of these social media crazes. I mean, I don't. What was the social media craze back in those days? Twenty twelve. Uh, I I would say I'm gonna say that he. I'm gonna say the second one. That he started taking photographs of lost gloves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Three out of three for sure. Well done. He did. Yeah. He took some pictures of lost gloves. Don't know why he started doing it. And yeah, it kind of caught on, and other people started doing the same. Yeah. Um. Before Michael Jackson was around, <laughs> which we established he died. Yeah, in two thousand nine. Is that right? We think so. Yeah. We, we messed that up, didn't we? But anyway, uh, okay. you could you could just put it on his statue outside the forum ground. <laughs> now, someone else uh, kind of rose to fame in twenty twelve, and I thought instead of getting the picture of the actual person, I will get a picture of their lookalike uh, lookalikes yeah. website. And you've got to guess who it is. It's actually a pretty easy one. Sometimes they're they're awful, these, aren't they? Yeah. This is a pretty good one, so I'm sure you'll get it straight away. But uh, this person rose to fame in 2012. Uh, Fisher, you can describe to our listeners who you can, what you can see on the screen. That oh, who's that? Um, well, there's a lookalike for someone. They they, they are they've got uh, sunglasses on. They've got a bit of a tan. They've got some facial hair. That they've got dark jet black hair. Uh, they're wearing a cream-coloured jacket and black trousers, which is not the kind of thing you'd ever see me wearing, to be honest. Um, they've got some kind of dog-tag-style um, necklace, a bit like you'd sort of see an American troop wearing or what have you, uh, which I think is quite popular. And this person rose to fame in 2012, did you say? Yes, 2012. Now, I think this person might be a lookalike for uh, someone who I, I, I quite like and find quite entertaining, and I think he's quite a pleasant young man. Uh, I think it might be Rylan. Well done. Correct, it is Rylan Clark. Yeah, he's got a longer name now. Rylan Clark. Rylan Clark Neal, I think. Yeah, that's the one. He's only called Rylan Clark Neal because he's so tall. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I have to tell him. Yeah. yeah. 
But that's very, yeah, there you go. So that was his uh, official lookalike, apparently. Or official lookalike. The most official one. I think he actually met him on a TV show as well once. All right. Same guy. So, yeah. it, it intrigued me uh, a number of years ago, I think I mentioned on the podcast before, but uh, I was walking through Manchester and there was a Mick Hucknall lookalike uh, doing something to promote Manchester. I kind of wondered that Mick Hucknall's not really doing much nowadays and it was it actually Mick Hucknall and all this sort of stuff. But I was looking at sort of various events that are coming up in the local area and I was amazed at... Uh, I'm not doing bad on this Rubik's Cube, by the way. I'm, I'm kind of getting there. all right. I've got to um, do for tea in a second. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll finish it off with you guys for tea. Um, what, I was, I was, what, a tea or the uh, Rubik's Cube? Ideally, yeah. <laughs> so, turkey Twizzlers and, uh, you know, which I'm sure, I'm sure I'm sure children have far more healthy things nowadays. Oh, no, I should love a turkey Twizzlers. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um, so, I was surprised at a tribute band who was performing. And I wasn't convinced this wasn't the actual band. Because I don't think this band is big enough nowadays to have had a, to have a tribute band, and there was a Venga Boys tribute band performing, and I can't imagine that the Venga Boys would be that busy that you would need a tribute band to perform for them. If you could get the Venga Boys, I'm sure if you were if you wanted them, I'm sure you could get them. Boom, 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 boom! I want you in my function room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Um, anyway, so should we, we'll move on from that. We'll do a yep. bit of sport. While while you're telling us a bit about the headlines about sport, I'm going to take her in for tea. Okay. I won't cook her tea. I'll leave that to someone else. Yeah. I'll be straight back in. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's let's do a little bit of a, an intro to sport. <laughs> So in sport, the London Olympics in 2012 were held in London, obviously. London Olympics. Sorry, careful, Jimbo. There we go. See you later. later bye-bye. Yep, there we go. Well, Jimbo's gone, so eventually I'm in charge on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, the London 2012 Olympics, it showcased athletic talent uh, from around the world. It featured Usain Bolt uh, winning two or three gold medals uh, and some fantastic, um, fantastic performances from Team GB and their athletes. Uh, in cricket, uh, which I'm sure is the sport you're most interested in, uh, there were test match debuts for both Johnny Bairstow and Joe Root. What a golden age for Yorkshire cricket, Jimbo. Just talking about uh, Johnny Bairstow and Joe Root both making their oh, test match debuts in, t- in 2012. Uh, two fantastic England players for the last 10 years made their test debuts in 2012. And of course, that last bullet point, uh, do you know what that says, Jimbo? Aguero! Oh. And that's a reference to Sergio Aguero scoring in the 94th, 95th minute. Uh, or has that been nowadays with about five minutes of injury time still to go? Um, he scored to, I think, win Manchester City their first title in the Premier League era. Is that right? I think, I think it was the first one they won. Um, you've got to, you're missing something off that list of highlights. So, Sheffield Wednesday uh, picked Sheffield United to promotion. Did they? In 2012, from League One, if you remember. Oh right, okay. That, the gap. Do you remember the the mind the gap sort of thing? Ah uh, right, okay. Where are United on Wednesday now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, both <laughs> at the bottom of the table. <laughs> um, again, uh, like they were two years ago. So yeah, that's kind of uh, that, that's what happened in 2012. A fair amount of sports uh, going on. Uh, I think one thing we didn't uh, that's not in there is Bradley Wiggins, uh, who I mentioned earlier, was the f- Britain's first ever winner of the Tour de France, yeah. uh, which probably started a bit of a bit of a golden age of uh, British victories. He ended up with Sports Personality of the Year that year as well. Didn't I it? believe he did. Yes, uh, uh, which last year was won by. Did I won last year? As in, as, in, as in the last, as in a few weeks ago. Yes, it was the goalkeeper, weren't it? It was the goalkeeper for, for England Lionesses, and I, I, I names I've lost a name. Oh, Ma- Mary Earps, yeah. former former. I mean, like deserved as well. Absolutely, like uh, like some of the fine sporting stars of, uh, of this current modern era. She was educated at Loughborough University, um, and as obviously a bit like myself, but. Uh, has gone on to achieve a little bit more now. Obviously, some people said, "What she won it for?" Well, she's a hell of a lot more successful than I don't know. Or just pluck, pluck someone out of the air, someone like Joey Barton. Yeah. Um, who? But yeah, I'm, I'm sure Joey Barton might be actually be a better footballer, but and nonetheless, he's got a personality, albeit a shit one. Yeah. Um, he's got one. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I would sort of say that people are say, "Oh, what she won it for?" You know, surely saved a penalty in semi-final or final and got through to the World Cup final, but. Did David Beckham won Spurs Personality of the Year for scoring a free kick against Greece? Exactly. And Michael Owen for scoring a goal against Argentina. Uh, and Ryan Giggs won it one year for, um, well, I'm not really sure what he did that year, for, for playing football for quite a long time uh, for Man United, albeit a very good very good footballer in his day, eyes and to add, and had a very long, distinct career. But nonetheless, I'm not sure he particularly deserved to win Sports Personality of the Year that year. Um, Gaza, I think he won it that year for 
crying. Um, so I think Mary Earps is a fairly deserving winner. She's probably not as deserving as Beth Mead who won it the year before. He was the leading goal scorer in the Euro Championships that women's team won. But nonetheless, I felt quite a deserving winner. Yeah. But obviously, that's twenty. Uh, that's twenty twenty three as opposed to twenty twelve, where Bradley Wiggins won. And so we had a golden age of uh, UK cycling, albeit we don't quite know whether it might have been potentially um, enhanced by performance-enhancing drugs that were perfectly legal because people had therapeutic use exemptions. I think even maybe 2012 was the year that, uh, what are we calling, Lance Armstrong was actually Ooh, maybe it, stripped things as It well, could have possibly. been, could have been. So it um, was a bit of a weird year for cycling, weren't it? So Yeah, obviously there are a lot of people, there are a lot of prosecutors after him, so he did an interview with uh, Oprah Winfrey <laughs> and confessed... Um, but as he said, he never failed a drugs test. Uh, but it turned out it just was that good that he wasn't able to be caught in in tournament. But oh uh, yes, there was. Lance Armstrong stripped of his seven Tour de France titles in 2012. Uh, do, do you know who the replacement winner has has been of those seven titles? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no one. They uh, there was that drugs was that prevalent in the sport at the time. They could not. They couldn't work out who might have been clean at that point in time. So they didn't. Uh, they didn't reaward them out to anyone. There we go. So you've got so some questions. I've got a few questions, yeah. Um, so, what have we got? Uh, who won Team GB's gold medals on Super Saturday? Uh, aha. There was a tweet about this as well. Ah, okay. That I missed off. Yep. <laughs> it was one of yours. Yep. And you said um, something along the lines... <laughs> I know what I might have said. Go on, then. Jess Ennis yep. is incredibly fit. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, obviously, you know... And then, In a sporting sense, yeah. Yeah. Yep. In all senses, but yep. anyway. Uh, we will, yeah, so I think it was obviously Jess Ennis. Yeah. Mo Farah. Yeah. Uh, Jess Ennis, Mo Farah. Oh, it was one of the... No, it can't have been a rower because they would do things on different days. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a track and field athlete. Jess Ennis, Mo Farah. Oh, I'm mm. missing someone, obvious. Was it a cyclist? No, it was a track and field athlete. I just okay. said that. Oh, I that was classed as track and field. No, that's a, that's, that's a track, but a cycling track, not... Track that's actual field, so it's kind of someone who would do something in an athletic stadium, so uh, a runner or a field athlete or, or whatever. Oh, gone. They are they are probably they've they've become quite well known, basically off the back of winning the gold medal at London 2012. I'm sure I'd, I'd suspect you would have heard of them. Male or female? Male. Oh. I, if if this person had never won a gold medal at 2012, you wouldn't have heard of him. But he he, he appears on quite a lot of TV programs just as a celebrity who's you know appearing on telly. Basically, I, I can't. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Uh, it was Greg Rutherford. Ah, oh, right. Yes. You know, you know Greg Rutherford, isn't it? I do. Yeah. I probably I, wouldn't. I probably it would have took me a while. But yeah. I, I imagine my tweet might have been something along the lines of, "What a fantastic day for, what a fantastic achievement for Jessica Ennis, Mo Farah, and that ginger bloke, or something, <laughs> something like that." Would have been something I, I felt I might have tweeted uh, sort of 11, 12 years ago. So yeah, they were the three athletes who won on Super Saturday. Probably the, probably the finest moment in British sporting history, to be fair. Um, who set up Sergio Aguero's winner against Blackman? Who provided the assist for it? Do you, do you want? Do you want? Do you know? Or do you want? Do you want options? Uh, let, I'll, I'll, let me try and pluck some players out who might have been in the squad. Yep. At that time, uh, was Micah Richards in the squad at that time? Oh, pr- probably. Yeah, I'd expect so. But it Maybe. weren't him. Uh, oh, it's, it's mad because it's going back so far now, isn't it? Like. Hmm. Uh, and it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. Um, it wouldn't been Guardiola, would it? It would have been. Uh, well, he was a manager, so kind of. Well, no, no, that's what I meant. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have been managing at the time, would it? I mean, that would be a bit suspect if the manager provided <laughs> assist. Just guy like walked on and passed it. Uh, it would have been. I think probably Mancini, Mancini or maybe Pellegrini. Yeah. I don't know. Not too uh, sure. Uh, oh, no, this is frustrating. Oh, it could have been James Milner. Uh, it could have been, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay, give some multiple choice. Uh, so was it Yaya Torre? Or Mario Balotelli? Ah, uh, yes. I'm going to go Tory. Uh, you'd be wrong. It was Mario Balotelli. I've got pretty much everything right and I've got pretty much everything wrong. Yeah, that's how we normally do stuff, isn't it? So, you know. <laughs> so, uh, in his in, in, and in supplementary question, in his 55 games for Man City, how many assists did Mario Balotelli make? In, in 55 games. After. Uh, just including that. Okay. That, that, that. It feels like he played more let's, times for Man City. Let's give it nine. No, that was the only assist he ever made, apparently. Right. Uh, toe poked it through to Aguero, who went and put it in the back of the net, and that was his only assist in his uh, couple of years playing at Man City. Um, so, yeah, there we go. So, uh, also, so at the Olympics, we'll jump back to the Olympics now. 
uh, in which sport were certain players disqualified for basically not trying their best? That's a well-known sporting crime. But if you're in the Olympics, you've got to kind of have a, you've got to, it, it's a, you've got to be dedicated and all that sort of stuff. So was it squash or badminton? So the competitors were disqualified for not trying? Yeah, so effectively uh, they kind of worked out that as part of the initial kind of tour, uh, the, the initial standings, uh, they were kind of like in a little league table sort of thing, but the kind of the top, you know, first played against fourth and second against third or whatever. But I think someone basically worked out that the better, best, the world champion, the, the, the best team in the draw or best person in the draw mm-hmm. were going to be in second place and therefore it was advantageous to finish fourth and not third so you weren't playing against the top seat so they intentionally tried to lose a game to finish lower in the table and therefore have a better chance of getting to the final Uh, which is against the olympic spirit i'm gonna go badminton you'll be right well done i probably gave it away by saying team uh which obviously and also if you were a bit more observant you'd realize that squash isn't actually olympic sport so um as far as that that, that was in my head that was question uh uh finally uh, what happened just before Usain Bolt won uh, one of his Olympic medals? It might be I don't know if there's one draw 200 metres. Let me just check. Not, not, not that I think you're going to know anyway, but uh, was it that someone threw a beer bottle onto the track or the PA, PA system in the stadium broke? I, was, I remember somebody getting someone falling over or someone running over him or something like that once. But I think that was at something else. Someone like a camera operator or something got ran into or something random. Yeah, uh, I, I I seem to remember something about a beer bottle, so I'm gonna go beer bottle. Uh, you're right, it was a beer bottle. Um, I've I've got a I've got a another quick question for you, which sort of links into um, the closing ceremony. And who sang? Uh, I think I think it was who sang "I Am the Walrus" by the Beatles uh, on top of a VW camper van at the closing ceremony. And it's someone who's already been mentioned in, on this podcast today. Yeah, John Terry. No, it wasn't John Terry. No, I thought you might say that. It wasn't him, obviously. Glattenberg. Uh, it wasn't Mark Glattenberg either. <laughs> Hold on, okay, right. Uh, Mario Balotelli. It wasn't Balotelli. Uh, it was sort of someone from the entertainment in area. Okay. Can't be Ryland Clark, can it? Wasn't Ryland, no. No, because he, he didn't just... In fact, he wouldn't have been even famous by that point, probably. No. Uh, it would have been a bit later on, weren't it, in the year? Um, okay, uh, hold on. Adele? No, not Adele. Um, as you say, someone who's... Slightly, slightly more controversial figure nowadays. Russell Brand. Russell Brand. Okay. Closing ceremony Olympics. Uh, right. Sang on top of EW Camp and sang I'm the Walrus. Um, I, I suppose just, just one of the questions I kind of found out as well whilst doing a bit of research. Um, America, the Americans said, when it was it was talking about certain people, if you remember watching the opening ceremony, it was talking about some of the great things that Britain had done over the years. Um, so it talked about the invention of the NHS, uh, talked about the Industrial Revolution, talked about Brexit, all that sort of stuff. Um, no, it didn't. That was four years later. But um, who did it say? You might have to Google his name. Um, uh, in, in America, on American TV, they said, if you've not heard of this person, you might have to Google his name. It sounds like something... Uh, um, and why was it slightly... It sounds like something... Uh, yeah, I won't say that. Which, which inventor, they said, you'll have to Google his name. It's slightly ironic that you might have to Google his name. I have no idea. Uh, it was Sir Tim Berners-Lee. And you know what he did? He invented the internet. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> and they said, Google him. <laughs> um, so, there we go. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think what else happened. Uh, apparently, I'm not sure if you were at the Olympics, there were only three kind of corporate branded stuff that you're allowed in there, three main sponsors, which are Cadbury's, uh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, and McDonald's. Uh, apparently, the McDonald's that was built for the Olympics on site, there was like a temporary pop-up McDonald's, uh, apparently the biggest one in the world ever. At the time, okay. you could get I think about thousand five hundred people in there at a time, which is a bloody big McDonald's and a lot of calories. A lot of calories, yeah. Um, and obviously, West Ham Stadium was an Olympic legacy thing, weren't it? I think. Yeah, so you ever been? No, and been around that area in general. No, oh, very weird. Yeah, it's it's as, sort of as the Olympics never really happened. And you can go up close to the West Ham Stadium, but it feels very soulless. It's a bit sort of um, it's got some. It's, it's like fenced off as well, so you can't actually go that close mm-hmm. to the ground. It's just yeah, I don't feel feels very odd. Very, very strange. Um, went, went for the went for a few hours there just to see it, just to see the Olympic Stadium, see what it's like, see if you could soak in some of that Olympic atmosphere. And yeah, it was, it was yeah, there weren't any Plenty at all. Plenty bubbles, but yeah, that's it. pretty much. <laughs> but there we go. So that's uh, that's 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 that. Uh, that was sport for you. Yes, enjoyed that. Are you, are we moving on? Yep, let's move on. Okay, here we go. Sport. 
do want to show you one thing. Yep. Before we move on from sport, <laughs> do we remember that what happened when every time uh, they got we got a gold medal, Team GB? Ah, uh, did we paint a post box gold? We did. Yep. I also painted a post box gold. Did you? I did. Go. Let's let's see this. Let's see this post box. Oh, well done. My dad's on his back garden. Yeah. I want to spray it. I, I, during the Olympics, I sprayed it gold. And it took him just to notice. <laughs> spray painted his shoes and made a complete mess of his yeah. shoes at the same time. Uh, well, that's very nice of you. Is that saying that? Did you, did you award him gold medal for being the best dad in the world? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Or did uh, you say, Dad? Just... He was confused as to why I did it, but I really wanted to spray his post box gold. Yeah, well, so, well done. There you go. Um, but yeah, on to uh, science and technology then. So, yep. some things that happened uh, in the world of science and technology. Do you remember the space jump, Felix Baumgartner? Yeah, I've not, I've not, heard, much, not heard much from him recently. I think his career's been in freefall. <laughs> Very good. Um, he jumped out of a jumped out of an airplane from the highest height possible. Or yeah. Like that. Do you know how how high it was? Did we? No, okay, yeah. Hi, put it that way. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned it earlier, but the Higgs boson particle was discovered. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, again, I don't know. Don't know why I put me in charge of this section. Yeah. Um, Facebook went public, so they just changed the status, you know, so instead of just friends could see it. Yeah. See it. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, they went public as in so that public could buy stock and try and raise a bit of money for it and stuff like that. I yeah. Um, I think it did all right initially and then didn't do so well and so on. Uh, it's still around, isn't it? Facebook. I, I, Facebook, everyone knows it, everyone uses it. I don't know if this happened in the same year as well, but I think they bought, in 2012, I think Facebook bought the, is it the Oculus Prime VR oh, thing, rights or whatever. Yeah. And I think they were sort of like saying, you know, why would why would Facebook want that? But obviously mm. they are working on this metaverse and stuff now, aren't they? As yeah. Time's gone by and so on. Uh, something else in the world of technology, Samsung ordered were ordered to pay... Uh, 1.05 billion in damages to Apple in their long-standing patent dispute. Mm. Uh, I think that just kind of rumbled on from there as well. But yeah, yeah, uh, there we go. So that's a few things that happened in the world of science and technology. But we're not interested in those things. We're interested in the unusual things. So are you ready? Yep. Okay. You've got two questions for this bit. I couldn't find too many unusual things that went on. Uh, but I've got a couple of things for you. So in 2012, a British company claimed to have developed what? A flatulence-reducing underwear designed to absorb the smell and sound of farts, uh, or B, a coat that cooks bacon in the pocket? Uh, a coat that cooks bacon in the pocket? Why would you want to... Can I just to... point out that Fisher is Googling how to complete a room? Oh, yeah, I, just, I can't remember. I can't remember <laughs> how to do the final bit of it. Yeah, I could do the front two faces, and I've made a mess of it, because I've used the front face and not the up face as well, so that's going to be... <laughs> I have to try and put this back into as it was now. Uh, so, cook bacon, cook bacon in your pocket, or uh, some or underpants that underpants. absorb flatulence and the sound of farts, and the smell and sound. Well, you'd have thought that would have more of a practical, <laughs> practical application. I'm sure we all fart from time to time. Uh, so, I am going to say I've made a right message Rubik's cube as well, by the way. But never mind. Um, I'm going to say it's the cook a, cook bacon in your pocket. You say you, you cook bacon in your pocket. Yeah. You are wrong. No, it is the fart-absorbing pants that were invented. Uh, I haven't seen anyone wearing them, but, I mean, you wouldn't know, would you? No, well, no. That's the old point. <laughs> you wouldn't want to show off about that sort of stuff, would you? No. Uh, question number two. Apple Maps was first launched in 2012 to rival the already established Google Maps. What are you? Are you Apple Maps or are you Google Maps? Oh, Google Maps. I'm Google Maps always. Yeah. It's just miles better, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Whenever I've used Apple Maps, it just doesn't seem to work properly or get you to the right place. Um, which was the problem in 2012, because unfortunately it was marred with numerous glitches and inaccuracies, uh, including which of these two things? A, it placed the Tyne Bridge in the city of Newcastle over a small stream in Newcastle under Lyme in Stoke. <laughs> or B, Australia's Mildura City was misplaced in the middle of a national park. Um, ooh. What? I mean, you'd have to get it sort of seriously wrong to put the time bridge in Newcastle under Lyme. Bearing in mind, it tells you that it should be in Newcastle upon Tyne, hence the name of it. So I'm going to say it's Australia that they put sort of a city in the middle of a national park when it wasn't there. You are correct, and it caused mayhem for um, the... The three people that live in that city. Oh, sorry. And and obviously the motorists who were trying to find the city ended up stuck in the middle of a national park. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So that was uh, kind of what went on in the world of science and technology. 
So, Fisher, it yep. is just about time to depart. Oh, man, it's been good. In, I quite enjoyed it in 2012. I have really enjoyed 2012. Particularly, uh, which twit twittered this? That's yeah. that's. I think um, I think there is sadly some very. Um, how do I put it now? There's some very embarrassing material in the archives. On t- I don't I don't I don't I don't tweet as much as I used to. Um, I don't think you do either, to be fair, because we're, uh, the platform's not quite what it used to be. Exactly. But we're going. I'm going to do it again in future, though, depending on what year we're landing. Obviously, because yeah. if we land in anything post 2000s, pre 2007, is it? Yeah. So when did you join Twitter? Might be nine or seven. Like those years ring a bell. Yeah. If it's like anything before that, there's, there's, no, there's we can't play that game. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, but time to depart, and there's a few things we need to. We're going to go and do because while we're in 2012, why not take part in some of the traditions, like going and doing the Gangnam Style dance? You yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really not doing that. <laughs> uh, but obviously, Gangnam Style, popular song. It's. Uh, do you know where Gangnam is? It's somewhere in South Korea. Yeah, it's a, it's a popular. It's a district in South Korea where the rich and famous live. And I think it was a bit of a social commentary on the people who were from Gangnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Sai who sang the song is now one of them because he's uh, shed a lot of money from doing the song. But uh, exactly, yeah. So uh, that year they were also doing these Harlem Shake videos. If you I was going to say that Harlem Shake was that yeah. the other popular thing. I don't. It was where like, really... even football teams were doing it, weren't they? It's like yeah. kind of where you just, the videos were sort of like setting a you know the video started in a normal place and then suddenly mm. they all went crazy, didn't they? And like had headgear on and it's yeah. really odd I don't really get it uh, something else that started happening in 2012 though was that we started using Instagram filters on or, or filters in general on photographs so yep. the filters became a thing in 2012 so people could you know you can't just take a normal photograph now yeah. and not put a filter on it everything <laughs> had to have a filter on it after that point uh, and also the world was going to end in, 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 in 2012 if you remember of course. Uh, according to the main calendar it was due to end on the 21st the 12th uh, to the, well, you know, 2012, obviously. So just before Christmas, I didn't put my decorations up that year until mm-hmm. after that. Cause I just thought it was a point in wasting time. Yeah. Uh, well, if only you'd have known you were going to do this podcast later on, the Waste of Time podcast. But it was the Mayans uh, in Mexico, which I think had that sort of premonition that the world was going to end then. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, funnily enough, they mentioned when I had a tour around the ruins at Tulum, uh, where I went to Mexico was eight years ago. Um, they said that's yeah. It was talking about the great age, the age of technology, and we kind of moved into the next age that they thought was going to end. Yeah, and the end date was December. So what, what's happened to the main calendar? Now? They just screwed it up and thought ah, this isn't. Uh, well, I think we should move on to the next era. <laughs> so it's called the era that probably should never have happened, or something and, like that. Have they predicted an end date as well? Uh, I don't know. I weren't really listening. I was. Uh, I was more bothered about trying to get to the beach that was uh, down the road where they filmed the <laughs> Corona advert a number of years ago. It's got a nice palm tree on it. So have, have, have we not? Have we not managed to achieve this? Uh, not just yet, but I'm getting there. I've got that cross on the top, so it's it's. Oh, hang on. Well, I'm not far off now, actually. Um, you get you. You won't. You don't like me using Google, which I can understand. But I'm I'm not far off. I'll, I'll tell you for a fact, I'm He's not far nearly off there. You can tell us in the next episode how long after to do uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Take it home with you. Yeah, if, bear in mind, we might be travelling forward in time five years. That might be an accurate obsession <laughs> of how long it's going to take me to finish that. Speaking of that, how far are we going to travel forward or back in time from 2012? We haven't worked out to go forward into the actual real future yet, as in mm-hmm. past 2023, 24 even. <laughs> um, but we can go back in time. So, Fisher, you need to choose a number between two, so including two, to mm-hmm. ten. Between two and ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to choose number seven. Seven. As Len Goodman say, seven. Here we go. Let's find out where we're going next. Oh wow! We're not playing uh, who's tweet tweeted it anyway, yeah. away, whatever it is. Which telegram telegrammed it? <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna have to get a sinking caps on for that one, aren't we? We haven't been. We've we had all naughty, haven't we, so far? Really? So yeah. It's good to go somewhere else. 1988 is where we're going next time. So I it, I can't even think. Yeah. So join us for a very short episode next time. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll get so they'll they'll. Well, they've been Olympics 1980. Ooh, I think, yeah, I think they would have been, probably. I'm not sure where it were. Yeah, cause Munich 72, then, yeah, I'll, I'll stop boring you. With, are we going uh, to get some, like, 1980s clothes and everything? Oh, yeah, imagine you that. You've got, you, you, that's what your wardrobe uh, is. Well, 
Elka this shirt. You can tell I've not... It's a bit of a thing. We, I try and podcast in a different shirt every time. And you can tell we didn't podcast much during the summer because I'm still wearing sort of like some shirts <laughs> I bought for going on holiday last year, so... There we yeah. go. That makes sense. Right. I'm going to leave us, though, with another video from 2012. So we showed you the start of that video earlier where we are introducing each other and we're sort of, you know, fighting and stuff with each other. And again, I appreciate for our podcast listeners, this isn't as much fun, so you might not hear it, might chop it off, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But this is a video of us trying to put away the green screen. <laughs> I saw I, this, yeah. <laughs> that I had in 2012. Uh, you know what happened to that green screen? Uh, we, couldn't, we couldn't put it back in place and it just, you know... We managed, we managed it in this video. It, yeah, but it's very difficult to do. But then after the next time I got it out, I just couldn't be bothered and I just, I just left it. it up. Yeah. I, just, I couldn't. So, and who needs green screens these days anyway? Well, exactly. So, here it is. Me and Fisher putting a green screen away back in 2012. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening uh, to this episode. And, yeah, join us next time for the waste of web spaces, waste of time, 1980. <laughs>I mean, uh, having filmed the fish tank and low balls meets the fish tank or whatever you decide to call it, we're now going to have to put down the green screen and put it back in its, uh, its container. Which is difficult, always. Yeah. So, I bet they Watching that, I, weren't quite thin back in those days. We were, yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.